And welcome back to episode number three of the Growing Up Dad podcast. As always, I'm your host, Banks. With me each and every week, my brother from another, Pretty Ricky. That's what they call me, dog. Again, we, we done said this for two episodes, and I keep telling you, black ass, don't nobody call you that. Just because you don't not hear me, it. Not your girl, not your kids, not your mama. Don't, don't nobody Just because you, you don't be hearing it. Don't mean they don't be calling me that. Father, dude, I hear everything. Everything. No, you're a father. I hear everything. You listen for everything. No, I hear everything. I hear my kid being bad right now. I don't know exactly what he's doing, but he be bad. So wrong with you, bro. So wrong with you. You going to crack up if my wife sent me a text in like two minutes, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, again, as always, man, we appreciate y'all listening each and every week. Uh, definitely, we coming back on another week, discuss a few more topics about being a father, man, and how dope it is. So each and every week, for those that are listening for the first time, we hit y'all with you know, anywhere from one to three topics, kind of what's relevant, what's going on in the news, or just something that came up in our lives, and you know, we discuss it in length from there, man. As always, we definitely, definitely welcome and appreciate any feedback, good or negative, man. Please, please feedback. Please, we need it. I mean, we we doing this because we want to, but you know, we we want to get better while we doing it too. So exactly, exactly. Anything y'all can offer, man, is is greatly appreciated. Yes. So with that, bro, how was your how was your week, man? Before we get into the topics today, yeah, week was great. Well, it was it was it was great, and then it was okay, and then it was good. Then it got bad. Then it was good again. Why get bad? That's a whole different conversation that we not gonna. We not gonna put that on the air. We, okay. we got. We got. We're not gonna. Oh, why was it good? Why was it good then? Well, it was good because, um, like, like I do every week, coach basketball this week. First game, like normal, you know, got the win, got the dub. Kids played great, had a great time. Second game, uh, it was a it was a heartbreaker. We were we were down pretty much the whole game. Kids hung in there. They fought hard. They they played good D. They got the ball. They got we went up by a point or two. And then uh something happened where they scored, so they was only down by one. I think they hit a free throw or something like that. But then this guy he came in, he made a miraculous hook layup type deal shot. So we down by one. My guy goes to drive. I feel as a coach that he got fouled, but ref didn't call it, so we lost by one. They said that was game two or game three. That was game two. Okay. Game one we won. Game one, my seven and eight year olds, yeah. they did their thing. They went out there, they played good defense, ran the offense, uh, talking it up a little bit. Then the nine and ten year olds was the second game, where the nine and ten year olds, I think this week they just came out where they didn't. It, it seemed like they didn't have the energy at the beginning of the game. And it might have been because this week we took pictures. So they had to come earlier than they normally come for the game time okay. and stuff like okay. that. So it was a little early for pitches and stuff like that. So at the beginning of the game, it just it looked like they didn't have the energy that they needed to actually play. But it's all right. I mean, a loss is a loss is a loss. But, however, we learned more from that loss. You know what I mean? I learned something about my kids that they got hard and they actually care about what they're doing because they were upset by losing the game. You know, so, and, and I, as a coach, as a competitor, you know me, probably one of the biggest competitors you know, I love that. You know what I mean? That gives me an opportunity to actually go there and teach because they actually care about what they're doing, and they're not just out there because their parents brought them there. 
You know what I mean? Anyway, so that was it. And then I, you know, hung out with my kids this weekend. Okay. Helped help my daughter with a science project. Uh, me and me and uh, the woman, you know, we had we had some uh, some some conversations. That was that was pretty decent. So I'm pretty bad. I was pretty <laughs> decent. I mean, so it was a normal week then, basically. I wouldn't say normal because we 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 don't go bad all the time. But sometimes when we well, go everybody had good go and bad days. Yeah, you have your good yeah. and bad days. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm still gonna talk to her. She's still gonna yell at me, and I'm gonna accept <laughs> it. So that's what it is. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I'm in it for the long haul. I mean, everybody got their good and bad. I'm sure, like my wife, there's probably good three, four days of the week she want to kill me. Yeah. Other one or two, she tolerate me. Mm-hmm. You know, I got that one day a week where she like, oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, good dude. You. I got you. How was your week though? Man, fuck this week. <laughs> what happened, bro? Man, so work work been on my ass lately, and it's just it's been rough. And then I'm back in school full time, so I mistakenly thought, you know, going back to school like 15 years later <coughs> after graduating the first time, <coughs> like I could, you know, work 40 plus hours a week. Take 12 credit hours, spend time with my wife, spend time with my son, do this podcasting thing, work on my cigar business, do stuff around the house, mm-hmm. you know, still have a life, work out, all that good stuff. Yeah, no, I, I lied to myself. Mm. So what's happening is I got a good GPA right now. I got an A in all four classes. That's what's up. But I can barely keep up. So I'm, I'm always tired. I'm exhausted. Father time, huh? Man, Father time is kicking my ass. Mm. So I got that going on, like I said, and then... What was it Thursday, Valentine's Day? The Valentine's Day. Nah. So I'm appreciative of my wife because we don't, she ain't never really want to celebrate it. She like, you you do all that stuff yeah. during the course of the year. So what's the point of doing it on one stupid ass day? Right, right. I got you. So I appreciate that. But man, that was the worst day of the week. So like, I wake up, get my son ready. He get to go, drop him off at preschool, whatever. We get to go. Finally get to work. Uh, again, we out in Arizona. So. For all my people back home in Midwest, East Coast, whatever. When it rains out here in Arizona, <laughs> it's like it's snow and ice for the people that are native to this place. And nobody seems to know how to fucking drive. And what else do they do? They don't pay attention. They don't drive. It's just, it's horrible. So it's, it's like, it's like being in a, a snowstorm or ice storm back home. Have you experienced that they go faster in the rain? Bro, I, I couldn't even care less about that. It's just, they don't know how to drive. I got you. I got you. Go so. I finally get him to school. I go to my job. Now, my job on a normal day is 30 minutes away from our house. Gotcha. Because it was raining. It took 55 minutes to get there. First time. First time. The oh, first time. So, get to work, get settled. About 20 minutes go by. Get a phone call from the school. Hey, uh, your son is acting up and we don't know how to handle it. Can you please come in and take care of this? Gotcha. So I'm like, man, shit. Because as soon as the phone rang and I saw who it was, I was like, shit, what do you do now? <laughs> so drive up to the school. Takes another 55 minutes to get there for my job. Oh, that's Get up right. to the school, handle him, talking to the school, which I'm, I'm not really necessarily happy with either. So this was just another kind of just dart on the board. Start talking to the school. School tells me, well, this has been an issue for the last couple of weeks. Last couple of weeks the hell you mean? Why you ain't been telling me and my wife has been an issue? We could have been handling his behaviors at home. Yeah. And you just not telling me. Yeah. So now I'm pissed and I'm trying not to be angry big black guy in the school 
going off. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I got you. I leave. Leave, drive an hour back to the job. Doing the drive back, Arizona drivers, not paying attention, run me off the road on the freeway. Wow. So now I'm just, I'm heated. My son's acting up in school. I get dro- driven off the road. I got to stay late at work now because, you know, I didn't took all the, I didn't took basically two hours to deal with all the stuff driving back and forth. So now it's an extra two hours. I got to stay, get to work. Got to deal with a bunch of people, not necessarily fans of everybody in the office. I hear like you. I got a lot of, I got a lot of good people I work with uh-huh. and a lot of them is just assholes. It's no different than any other office for a lot of other people. I feel you. I feel so you. dealing with that, about 5.30, get another call from the school. Same thing. Hey, we can't, I'm like, you know what? I can't, it ain't no way in hell I'm going to make it during the middle of rush hour to get back to that school. They close at 6.30. It's 5.30. There's no way I'm going to make it back to the school in an hour. It takes about an hour and a half during rush hour to get home. Right. So call my wife. She ain't answer. Damn. Call the mother-in-law. Hey, if you're not busy, can you pick up your grandson? Cool. She picks him up. She gets to the school. They tell her something completely fucking different than the story they told me. So now I'm super heated when my wife tell me what's going on with it. So I'm telling my wife, like, look, at this point, you need to make sure that our son is asleep before I get home. Because if he's still up, him and I are going to have a long talk and he's going he gonna to be in for a rough night. Wow, I feel you. So I'm pissed. I'm heated. I'm at work super late doing a bunch of stuff. Like the application I'm in charge of ain't working properly. This is, this is a bad day. I'm posting stuff on, you know, social media like, man, fuck this day. I need a blunt and Remy, which I never post about. So everybody like, damn, what's wrong? What's wrong? Come to find out because of the way social media is right now. I didn't even think about this until somebody pointed it out because it was Valentine's Day. My wife also pointed out that she was having a shitty day. Right. So a couple people assume that our shitty day was in relations to each other. And that mm-hmm. we were somehow talking about each other on Facebook or social media, which we never do. Like, we never air out our personal shit yeah. on social media. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's, that's a cigar, y'all. We ain't even smoking weed, and he's sitting up here coughing like it's weed. But wow. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, I'm like, damn, I didn't even think about that. So, now I got people thinking me and my wife having problems when that wasn't the case at all. Right. So, finally leave work, right? About tw- almost 11, 30, maybe? Around that time, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still raining. Coming back home. Right in front of me. Car flips over. Wow. Three times. So I got to swerve to miss his car so I don't hit him. Like bad boys? Man, look, I don't even know, dude. I just, just like, just swerve, slam on the brakes, stop, get out, check on this dude. His uh, driver's wheel just popped off and like snapped, the tire ride snapped. Oh. So his car just flipped and rolled and rolled. Wasn't his fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid was lucky as shit. He had a scratch on his finger and a scratch on his cheek. That was it. Rollover accident. Two scratches. Dang. So I'm like, shit. So I'm making sure he cool, but I'm like, man, what the fuck else can happen today? Shouldn't have said that out loud. And then thankfully I got home and I got, yeah, but I'm like, so I'm, you know, I'm calling 911 like, hey, it's an accident. Please send, you know, paramedics, whatnot. Yeah. Help clear some debris out the freeway. Finally get home. You know, had to ask the wife, like, hey, can you, you know, you leave the, the car out the, the garage so I can smoke in the garage. I'm just going to drink because I don't work on Fridays. Get home. I'm like, you know what? I don't even feel like dealing with this shit. Mm. Had a little drink and just went to bed, man. And that was, that was it. So Thursday was just like the exclamation mark on a, this overall shitty work week. 
So that's what just capped it off. And then Friday, Friday was cool, man. I got, you know, my homework done. Saturday was dope. Um, Saturday, I found a really dope spot out here in Phoenix with a bunch of water. It don't even look like Phoenix. So I feel you. Got a bunch of uh, spots that I found. I posted <coughs> photos and that on my personal social media. And uh, yeah, man, that was, that was it. Watched All Star Saturday night. Okay. You know, and I was. Smoke some cigars. Smoke some cigars with you and my homeboy Travis, man. And uh, yeah, man, just really. That was it, bro. And then realized during that walk. I am out of shape like a motherfucker. Are you really? It wasn't that I was super tired, but man, like my back was sore the next day. I was like, why am I so, oh shit, that's right. I'm the fat friend now. <laughs> so yeah, that, uh, that happened, man, which kind of leads me into my first, first topic for the day. So first topic we're going to hit today is, uh, physical fitness, man. How important is it? as a father to to show your kids that you know physical fitness is important and setting the right example because I know I know my son is watching me because like I talked about last week yeah. with him using the bathroom and going oh <laughs> classic That's yeah great. but I'm just I, I know he's watching I need to I need to set a better example and my diet for the most part is okay it could be a little bit better um, obviously I could stop drinking beer but why would I do that it's so delicious right and then no I'll get you on that one you know it just I need to work out more consistently. Well, this is what I would say about that. Although it is important that we should show a great example for our kids, especially with the physical fitness and things like that, because they technically should be doing something um, like some sort of exercising plan or, you know what I'm saying, whatever they're doing for at least an hour a day. You know what I mean? However, right now they're kids. Their metabolism is through the roof. Some, most kids can't gain weight. You know what I mean? To save their life. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't think that's an accurate statement. Okay, so let's say it like this. In my family, in my gene pool, we got blessed with really high metabolism and most of us, for the most part, were super skinny. You know what I'm saying? We... We, I don't think I, we really had any um, big cousins as we were growing up. You know what I mean? We didn't have the fat, the fat cousin or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Um, we generally, everybody was generally in good shape. You know what I'm saying? Run for days, play ball for hours. You know what I'm saying? And that's generally how we were. I hear what you're saying though. If they're watching, we do. In theory, we want to show a great. Example for our kids. And see, I, I think that's why it's important to do it so young because you establish those habits at a younger age. It's easy to be like, oh, well, all right, my son's a teenager now. Now we're going to work out. I'm going to be buff dad. I'm going to do this. You ain't going to do shit, bro. Because if you wasn't doing that the whole time before, right? I'll be damned if you're going to do it now. I mean, that's not to say everybody can't, you know, just flip that light switch. Yeah. But let's be real. But that's why I say in theory, that's in our heads, in our mind, in our hearts. That's what we want to do. Yeah, I understand but, that's what we want to do, but that as trying to be a better father and grow up being a better dad, you got to start instilling the habit. So that means you just, you know, you got to take that L. Yeah, you're right. I mean... It's not really L. You're doing yourself a favor. True that. True that, because, I mean, even though you was talking about you the fat friend, I, I, could, I could stand the game. Oh, I am the I fat mean, friend. Like, look, the homeboy Travis, shout out to him if he's listening right now. We, we got a joke, man. Like, he, he done lost all this weight. He didn't got buff or whatnot. And we was talking, I was like, oh... <gasps> 
I'm the Anthony Anderson to your friendship. Wow. Before before blackish. Man, before blackish. <laughs> I'm the funny fat black dude now. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. What the hell happened? No, I'm with you, bro. I, I could definitely stand to lose a good 20, 40, 80 pounds. But you know, hey, maybe not that much. But again, yeah, you're right. We we definitely can work on our our fitness. We could we could definitely work on that because the thing about fitness is being being in the army. Even though I was young when I was in, I was able to endure a lot more than I am right now. For me, being in shape, it helped. It had my mind healthier, and my body, of course, healthier and stuff like you that. You sleep better. I slept well. My recovery time was way short. Um, as we got older, you know, you know, stop moving as much. You know what I'm saying? But even as I got older and, and I would go play basketball for hours, like every day, every night, you know what I mean? That was a way of keeping me in shape. And my recovery time was still shorter. I was still able to, you know, to do, do more things and stuff like that. So, I mean, think about it like this. Think about, you know, your second oldest. Yeah. And then think about your youngest. Yeah. Work out with your youngest now and set that example and see how much of a difference it makes when he's your second oldest age. I don't want to see the kid's name on here, obviously, but yeah, 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 yeah. When he's fifteen, yeah, I know what you're talking about. When he's and see if that makes a difference. So he's seven now, so I work out with him because it's not just a, it's not just a health thing. It's also a discipline thing. Like you're conditioning them to be disciplined enough to, oh, I, I got to make some time for something that's important. You're right. You're right. So I, I really do feel like physical fitness should be a more intricate part of just the, the family dynamic, like. You know, obviously, you, you can have your spiritual part for those that are spiritual. Yeah. You can have your educational part, which is obviously highly important. Very important, but yes. the physical aspect still needs to be there. Like, I, you want your kid to get around. And I'm happy my son prefers running around the house and playing and doing all that stuff outside. Now, I'm, I'm great with that. Right. He still has his little electronics that he'll play with every now and then. But right. for the most part, it's him burning calories. I got you. So, like you said, it's hard for him right now to, you know, actually gain weight, which is okay. He's at a healthy weight. Yeah. But I want to keep that going. Yeah. So I know that's incumbent upon me of getting my lazy ass up and saying, all right, well, let me get in this garage and start boxing. Preach, brother. You're going to see me boxing. Daddy, I want to do that, too, because you do everything else I do now. Yeah, I got you. I I got you. Yeah. But you know what, though, that as you were talking, that is that is actually it sparked another um, it sparked another good good thought that I, I feel is a good thought as far as. When you are working out with your with your child, it gives you an opportunity to speak with them or, or talk to them. Exactly. And it, it's not even it doesn't even have to be like, hey, what's going on at school or, or let's talk about this you just, anything. You just it could just be yeah. you shooting a breeze, kind of getting to know him, and he's getting to know you, not just as dad, dad, but getting to know you. Now you're not gonna be my friend, but you get to know me on a on a more personal level type thing. You know what I mean? So you're absolutely right. That could be definitely something that help you transition if if you find it hard to talk to your kids or something like that that might be some uh, activity that you guys could do together that might open up doors for you to be able to speak to your child exactly and it could be something as simple as just starting off taking walks together like you ain't, it ain't got to be you know getting in the gym and lifting weights or right a boxing it, it can be anything that's getting you moving and active exactly it can build up to that right but it don't necessarily have to do with all that but I, I definitely think physical fitness especially in the black community needs to be a bigger part. Yes. Just everyday life. 
Exactly. You're like right. obviously, I could only speak to the black experience, but I'm I'm feeling like you know I need to be more active physically so that my son can just have that trait within him and already have that discipline. So when he's older, it's not a oh man, I gotta work out. I gotta, right. It's already it's already a habit. It's already a like habit. like reading. We read nightly. That's a habit now. Right. I got you. So yeah, it's just building better habits at an early age, so that way that's already instilled in them, and then you know. If they run with it, cool. If they don't, you've already con- kind of conditioned them to, hey, health is important, son. Take care of your body. You only get one. Right, right. No, I get, I get you. I mean, you only get one now. You know, ain't no telling what 20 years from now going to be like with science and medical breakthroughs and shit. But, that, you know. That is true. That is true. For all intents and purposes, you, you only get one. You get one, and you better treat it like it's the best thing on earth, and you take care of it like you wipe the car down with a diaper. That's how you need to be taking care of your body. You know what I'm talking about? Because once you lose it, it's hard to get it back. Man, you ain't boys. I'm, I'm gonna post. And we should, we should. You know what we should do? Nope. On the IG. Nope. We should post. We should post older photos when we was in shape. Right. Bro. And, then, and then post the photos now. Like I, I can't be. Getting, I look like my own fat friend now. I can't. I can't get hit up like that, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? That what? That that what? That's why they call me Pretty Ricky. What? You don't have no idea. Yeah, nah, they they still probably wouldn't call me that back then. But it's cool. I mean, you gave yourself your own nickname. That's 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 cool. I guess. Wow. Yeah, I don't know who does that, but all right. Oh yeah. wow. All right, man. So again, I think we, it sounds like we definitely in agreement that you know physical fitness is important. So again, just like I did last week, I challenge any father listening, man. Like if you know if you wanted to make that a part of you and your your son or you and your daughter's routine. Try it this week, man. Like, take them for a walk. Get out. Everybody back home. I know it's cold as shit. Do something in the house, man. Do do yoga. Do jumping jacks. Something, man. man it ain't that cold outside. Y'all could go outside and go for a walk. Put your boots on, your jacket on. Your... Okay, I'll just mess with y'all. <laughs> well, look here. My blood too thin. Now. I ain't even right. trying to go back home right now, man. I can't, I can't deal with it. Hey, if it's 72 degrees, I got the heat on, man. It's cold. It's cold. I mean, it's a wee bit nippy. Nah, it's it's we in the house right now. It's about sixty nine degrees, and we got hoodies on. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> All right, yes. that's, that's what I'm talking about. All right, man. So to keep it moving, man. Another conversation that you and I was having this week, as I called you and asked you for advice, as I was a little, a little bit upset, a little perturbed and bitten. Yo, so. I know you also have this thought, and we would definitely appreciate any feedback we can get. Have you noticed that when your mother, my mother, yep, I love your you, mother, mom, I love you, mother, love you, love when you, your mother wants the kids, it's always conditional. Like you got to drop the kids off. Oh it's yeah, it's never. Hey, I'm gonna come get the kids. When? When does that happen? I, I don't, and I don't know because like I don't know if it's this coincidental that it just seems to be both our mothers that do this or if it's a, it's a black thing. Cause I asked my wife, my wife is Hispanic and her parents are always down to just pick the kids up or pick yeah. the boy up. Like, Hey, yeah, yeah. Let's come over here. Yes. My mom was always hitting me up with the, the kind of guilt trip. Cause again, I school full time, work 40 hours plus trying to do it. I'm busy. And Why we do, you? we do this thing where we call each other, we call it me days. So we get, you know, every other Saturday to ourselves. 
We're so on have, my B day, we're gonna have to talk about that too. Yeah. One day. On my B day, I don't. I don't want to talk about how my week was. I just want to go do some exploring, smoke some good ass cigars, drink some bomb ass bourbon, and just relax. Yeah. Watch some you. sports, and that's that's it. I don't really want to converse. I don't really want to talk about much. I just just want to kick it and be. Right. My mom always hits me with them guilt trips. Like I always call her at least once a week, you know, see how her week's going, see how she's doing, whatnot. But it's like, I don't ever see you, baby. Well, all right, well, you know, you can come over too. Like you don't have to wait for me to come to your house. You know where I live. You know exactly where I live. Like it, it's okay to come visit your son if you just want to see me that bad. Right. Oh, I want to see my grand. Then come get the little motherfucker. <laughs> But I and I had I had to finally say that to her this week. Not obviously like that because I'm not trying to be a grown ass man that gets beat by his mama. But yeah, and I had to drop it. it. I had to drop it like, yo, like you you know you don't have to wait for me to drop him off. Right. Like it's it's okay for you to come and pick him up. Exactly. It's okay for you to keep him on the weekend. Like I I don't mind. I know he's safe. You and can something, make plans. And if something happens, I you know how to reach me or my wife. So it's fine. Like. I don't get why it's conditional on me dropping him off. And I don't know if like a light switch just clicked and she's like, huh, all right. And that's what she did this weekend. She just came and got him? Well, she picked him up for my wife. So she kept him Saturday night into Sunday. Which oh, okay. was super helpful for me because I got all my homework done. Okay. So that was dope. Yeah. But I was like, why? My son's turning four this year. Why did it take that long for that to kind of kick in? Like, yo. But she's a new grandma, right? Hell no. Oh, I try to get a benefit of the doubt. You didn't have to say it like that. Bro, okay, so I'm 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 from a blended family. Parents got divorced. Both of them got remarried, whatever. Yeah. So it's seven of us total. I'm the only boy. Three older sisters, three younger sisters. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. Two of the three older sisters got kids. One of the younger sisters has kids. She ain't no first time, Grandma. Okay. This This ain't her first rodeo. I, I hear you, brother. Calm down. Relax. So, <laughs> my thing is like, what the hell, man? Nah, so I, and I don't, and I can't speak to this because I've never asked my sisters this. And maybe I should have before we recorded. Like, did, did they ever have an issue with her? Like, you know, come get your grandkids. Grand like, I, I don't know. But yeah, I was a stutter. I thought grand? I was going to say one thing, grandkid. Grand, shut up. So, anyways. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's the same for them. So I, I can't speak to that the way I want to. But I feel like it never was because my sisters would always just, hey. As you mentioned that, I do have an older sister. I do have a nephew. And when my nephew was young, like your son is now, my mother, he, they lived in the same city with, you know, my, my, my sister. We all lived in the same city, basically. And you're absolutely right. With my nephew, my mom would go pick him up. I'm just thinking about that now. My mom would go pick up this little dude and hang out with, you know what I'm saying? And the only time I, I feel my sister came to drop him off was during the summers when she asked, she asked me to watch him. You know what I mean? Like my little babysitting job or whatever. Right. whatever. And you know me, I'm hanging out with my nephew, so I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, all day, every day. So um, I think that was the only time, not only time, but... For the most part, that was when my sister would bring him over and drop him off is when she was bringing him over there for me because I didn't have a car and I wasn't driving. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. But my kids now, you're right. My mom will call me and say, hey, baby, how you doing? Here's a conversation. Hello? Hey, mama. 
Hey, how you doing, baby? I'm good. Where my grandkids? Uh, they at home. When you gonna bring them over here? Well, I love you too, mama. I mean, you could. Besides, ask me how. I'm oh, you don't get no more love when you have a kid. Exactly. I, I can. Bro. I can accept that. I'm cool with that. And then, it's not. Not only did she ask about them, when I'm gonna bring them over? Give them the phone. Let me talk to them. I'm like, well, my okay. What's up? So you're right. Maybe it's not only just a cultural thing, because uh, the mother of my children, she's she's Mexican. She's mixed with Mexican and Indian and, and white, and you know what I mean. So, but her mom and dad, they come scoop up. Well, her mom definitely will definitely come up scoop up her kids at any time, any time. They just come over there. Hey, they call and be like, hey, we want to go to the movies. Can the kids go? Right. Don't even ask if we want to go or nothing. But they were more so asked if the kids could go, especially especially grandpa, because grandpa be wanting to watch the kid movies, which I get it because we, we all grown adults. I mean, grown kids anyway. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to watch the kid movie without the kid. I, I couldn't care less. Listen, I'm going to need you to stop scaring people while you're in the movies, all right? Don't do that. <laughs> Look here. When, uh, when the Lion King come back out, Fuck oh, them yeah. kids. Hey, well, I mean, Lion King is a whole different thing. Yeah, no. But in general, yeah, no. I got you. I got Couldn't you. care less. I got you. But yeah, they, they'll call and come pick up the kids, go to the movies or whatever. And then as an after fact, they might ask, oh, did y'all want to go? You know what I mean? But most of it's, it's about the grandkids. But yeah, her mom, they come pick up the kids. My mom, I love my mom to death. And my mom will, like, if I do take them over there, she will keep them, like, overnight and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But for her... To come get them, it's gonna have to be an act of God or something like that. I mean, that's what that's what it felt like until this weekend. So I don't know if maybe that was like the the conversation or just the brief thing I need to mention. So because I'm an older father than you, my kids are a lot older. I had that conversation once too, and it seemed like right after that conversation, mom did come pick up the kids. Okay. But if you notice that we're still having this same, same conversation. conversation, so we'll wait and see. And I'm not gonna place judgment, but mm, we're gonna wait and see. We're gonna wait and see. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, great grandmas, you know what I'm saying? They do their thing or whatever. And again, I know if my kids are over there, they safe, they getting disciplined, they'll get outside because my mama have them outside doing activities and stuff like that, which is that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's okay, mom. Mom, I know you're listening. It's okay to come pick up your kids. Just call and be like, hey, I'm coming to get the kids. Go ahead. Please come and get the kids. Keep them. When they on spring break, in the summer, keep them for a couple of months. It's all good. I see them all the time anyway. I'm good to go with them being away for a couple of months. We good, mom. We good. And if we want to come visit them, you don't even have to bring them to us. We'll come <laughs> visit them. <laughs> You did not have converted the kids' room to something else. You right. Know? It's the workout room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now you want to work out. Kids at the house. Right. You yeah. stupid. You ain't got no type of damn sense. Hey. So, yeah, man. I mean, so, again, any listeners, man, if you if you guys are having that same issue, if that's just something that you've noticed, hit us up, man. Let us let us know what you uh what you see and if that's actually true or not. Because, again, maybe it's just, got virgin lungs? You've been smoking longer than me. Hey, hey. I think I got, I'm thinking I'm coming down with a cold or something. I got extra, I got Teddy Bates in my voice right now. 
You know Teddy Pendergrass? Nah. Durant, Durant. Oh, no, Barry White. Yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah, my you, bad. you done messed it all up now. Nah, bro, I was just thinking about that little TKO. That's all. You know what I'm talking about. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> all yeah. right, man. Well, let's go ahead and train. I love you, me. mama. Love you. Thankfully, my mama ain't listening, so I can talk shit all day. Uh, wait till I give her a call. Yeah, I'm going to need you not to do that, though. <laughs> I'm gonna delete this episode off. I'm uh it's coming off out. the hosting. Yeah, I'm gonna just delete it. <laughs> Post it for a week and delete it. I'm, I'm good. Nah, nah. but anyway, so let's let's talk about something else we both mentioned. What you talking about? Um, the fact that both of our women are of uh, another nationality. Mm, interracial. Yep, and obviously we we have children. Children, yes. So, as a father, do you find it? Harder to deal with outside noise having biracial children. Yes. Do you think it would have been easier if you would have had a children had you know all your children with strictly just a black woman? That's an excellent question. I I can't a hundred percent say that it would have been easier. But for me, it would have been easier to talk to them because I have a black mother, of course. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm used to talking to her in certain ways. Now, I'm not talking about being disrespectful or anything like that. But they understand, like, the lingo or where I'm coming from because of the cultural thing. Sometimes when you're dealing with races of different ethnicities, sometimes a cultural thing is not... Is not Transparent, it doesn't go through the same way, right? As it would, like me and her dad, me and me and my uh, my girl's dad got a great relationship. He he's a uh, we we go golfing and stuff like that, and we do the jokes, and it'd be racial jokes a lot of time. That with me and him, we good. Yeah. But sometimes when when um, his wife is around, she's like, don't talk like that, and I'm looking at him like, don't worry, I'll get him back later. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's the type of... That's the rapport y'all have. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we have that, that relationship. You know what's funny, though? As I'm thinking about that, I have not called him, like, just calling him to his, by his first name ever. I respect, like, I don't know if it's either Mr., you know what I mean? Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? But I don't call him by... Like, some people... You know how some people feel comfortable they call it... They father-in-law is like by their first name. Yeah, I do. I got you. That's fine with you. I just don't. I've never done that. I just thought about that. Anyway, so a different topic. But yeah, I, I think culturally, it, it'll be on a different wavelength somewhat. You know what I mean? But it's all about sitting down and having a conversation sometimes. Okay. So that that's... Inside the family dynamic, like extended family, in-laws, etc. Right. How do you deal with that noise outside of the family? What do you mean? How do you have conversations with your children about, you know, what they are? Like, hey, your your ethnic makeup is this They're and that. They're black. No, no, no. You're looking at me like you're no, I'm, I'm, you expecting me to expound. No. And yeah. I'll tell you one more time. They're black. Because the fact of the matter is, and, and I don't, I don't keep the rest of their culture away from them. They know who they are as far as their culture and things like that. But society tells them if they have one drip of black blood in them, then they're black. So they need to understand that being black, you have to walk a different line 
than everybody else because of that. With all of this stuff that's coming up nowadays, the Tamir Rice, the um, um, Trayvon Martin, all of these African-Americans being hurt and injured and things like that when they're dealing with whomever, you know what I'm saying? I have to have my kids understand that they're black. And because you're black, you you have to have different lenses on than everybody else. Unfortunately, you can't be just that kid like everybody else. You have to keep your eyes open to see what's going on around you. You feel me? You feel right. what I'm saying? So it's unfortunate that I can't just let them just go be a kid and just have fun and play and don't worry about nothing because you're a kid. You're not supposed to worry about too much of nothing anyway. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I can't let them do that. I got to make sure that they have their eyes open so they can protect themselves. I understand. Like, um, I mean, for me, my son's only three. He's obviously half black. His mother is of uh, Spanish, Portuguese, and Irish descent. Right. So for me, and recently, you know, my mom did the, the DNA ancestry thing, and I found out our ancestry is Nigerian. Okay. So now I'm like, oh, hell yeah. All right. I can finally be like, well, you're not just black. You're Nigerian, Spanish, Portuguese, the whole, you cut all that. I didn't got, I didn't got the Nigerian soccer jersey. The Nigerian no, 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 flag. Not, that, not that. I know where you're about to go. Go ahead. Oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm proud of that shit. Like, I'm super happy. But anyways, you know, it's, it's a little bit different for me because obviously he's, like I said, half black. Right. He looks Hispanic. He looks just like, he looks like the Hispanic version of me. That's that he has all my facial features. Yeah. But he has like my wife's hair texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's it. So you don't know he's really black until you, oh shit, your daddy's black. Okay, well, you're you're black. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm still not sure how to navigate that because again, especially living in Arizona, I feel like he's gonna get it twice as bad because Hispanics are already heavily discriminated against yep. in this area anyway. So now you got that strike. You already got the black strike. So now I'm, I want him to be obviously aware and proud of his entire ethnic makeup. Exactly. So I don't, I don't just say he's black. I mean, you know, my son's mixed. It is what it is. Yeah, I yeah. I'm, I'm proud as hell to be black. Like we walk around the shikis and everything else. We got, you know, same clothes and whatnot, but I want him to be aware that, Hey, this is, this is what you get from your mother's side. This is what you get from your father's side. I want you to be proud of all of it. Right. Rep that shit like ain't nobody repped it before you because ain't nobody else going to rep it but you because I probably ain't having no more kids. So you're going to be the only one repping that shit, son. Oh, speaking of that, uh, I got a text from Naomi and uh, she wanted me to lay the news on you. Oh, we getting a divorce because that shit ain't mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess I'm going to have a huge celebration for my birthday tomorrow. <laughs> I'll celebrate oh, yeah. my birthday and my divorce tomorrow. Apparently, shit. Oh, yeah. Shout, <laughs> shout out to the co-host. Tomorrow, his birthday. So, if y'all listen to this today or tomorrow, make sure y'all hit him up on, on um, all the social media sites, Growing Up Dad, on his uh, personal sites. Tell him a happy birthday. Wish him a happy birthday. He become, he's, he's finally becoming a grown man now. You know what I mean? About to be 38 years old. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So. But, yeah, no. If you got that text, then, again, I'm celebrating two things tomorrow. <laughs> But so, wait, anyway. wait, what was it? My divorce. My divorce. Ding, 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 ding. My divorce. Right. So, yeah, nah. But anyways, nah. Like I said, rep that shit to the fullest. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's you, son. That's who you are. Yeah. I want you to be, I definitely want you to be proud of being black because being black is being beautiful. Exactly. 
I definitely want you to be proud of being Hispanic because being Hispanic is also beautiful. Yes. Like there, there's the older I get, the, the more I try to be open about everything. Try to not always the case because behind the scenes, you already know where I was going to go with that. Not yes. going to go with it on air. My wife definitely knows she's probably laughing and cracking up, but anyway, <laughs> that's another story. Um, yeah. So I still, I go back and forth about how I want to approach it. Everything. Like I want him to look at it from this lens. Like, yo, there are certain things that you, you just, you can't do that. Your other friends probably will do. And that's it. That, that's really, you, you can't go further than that. If you want to protect your son the best way possible when you're not around, that's all you can really do. You know what I mean? And un it's unfortunate that you can't tell your son, go out there and just go run around and have fun and be a kid. You know what I mean? You, Because you, you know, just like I know, if we're in a group of mixed company and something ends up broken, stolen, Lost, whatever it is, you you know what I'm saying. Something bad happens to it. Who's the first person that get questioned? Unfortunately, that's what it is. So if he says I'm Hispanic, he's still the first person to get questioned. If he says I'm black, he's still the first person. He's the get first questioned. and second person to get questioned. Exactly. And so my thing is that my kids are from a Hispanic descent as well. You know what I mean? They have Native American in them. They have uh, I think it's German and. You know what I'm saying? In them and stuff. So they have they have a lot of different mixes and cultures and stuff. But if you notice that the, all of those other cultures are, are they they call themselves Caucasian or they're white. You know what I'm saying? But when you're black or you're Mexican or you some sort of minority, it's unfortunate that no matter what it is, you're always the first one to get questioned. You're always the first one that he did it. Little Steven did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it don't make it don't make it no better what I named him either, because I gave him the Spanish version of my name too. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he could always switch it up on job applications and you know use the the Caucasian version of his first and middle name. Yeah. Technically speaking. But yeah, so I, I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to to navigate that. Not necessarily tough. It's just gonna be it's gonna be heartbreaking in a certain sense because. Like you said, I want him to just be able to to run around and play because, again, the areas that we're we're having our kids grow up in are not the same areas that we grew up in. You're absolutely right, which is a blessing. And again, we grew up in completely different states as well. So the population of Detroit is majority black. I grew up around majority black kids. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I got to my second high school that I was considered the minority. Oh, your second high school? Yeah, I got kicked out the first. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> That's a, that's another conversation, um, but yeah. So yeah, it wasn't until my second high school that I was minority, and that was helpful because it taught me to navigate throughout life a little bit differently. Because I'm always used to it's always black people, right? I'm always around my people. Like I don't. You're comfortable, right? Yeah, I'm com super comfortable, right? So I, I want my son to feel comfortable, but at the same time, I want him to be aware. Yes. So it's it's different because I I don't necessarily have that background like oh some this is what you can do for this and this is what I'm gonna, I'm gonna be learning on the fly with him I got you so I mean there, there are certain things that you know I, I restrict him from doing now and I will restrict him from doing period he ain't playing with no toy guns I got you period we got a couple nerf guns in the house and them shit stay in the house yeah. even though they look like nerf guns I don't want 
I'm not having that. Yeah, no, I, I got yeah. you. And that's that's what the kids got. In the house, they, they play with Nerf guns or whatever. My uh, 15-year-old, he, he had an airsoft gun, and he was being respectful with it until he shot a sister in the leg. Yeah, I remember you told me that. Now, they're mine. For how long they're mine? Only God knows. But the fact that you feel that it was okay to point that at somebody, if you pointed it at the wrong person, then I might not be here talking to you on this podcast because I might have had to go do something to that person. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right. So I don't want you to put us, understand what I said, I don't want you to put us in that situation where I have to go protect my son. You feel me? I understand. So, again, definitely all the uh, the listeners out there, uh, if your children are of mixed race, uh, how do you navigate the the ins and outs of their, their daily life? Like, how do you talk to them about who they are, what they are? Do you know, do you tell them one thing? Do you admit the other? Um, just let us know. Like, give us feedback, man. Definitely feel free to post on our social media. Uh, growing up dad on IG or tweet us growing up dad on Twitter as well. And just kind of let us know, man, like how you guys go about raising your, your ethnic kids our mixed race kids. Yeah. Um, Cause it ain't easy, man. Like I love my wife to death. I think she's the most beautiful woman ever. And I'm, I'm definitely glad I'm that I married her, but there are times now that we have a kid where I'm like, this may be easier, at least for me if she was black, because I could explain things to him from just that point of view. Okay. So I don't obviously regret having my kid. I love my son to fucking death. Yeah. yeah, no, I got you. But at least from a conversation standpoint, I feel like it would be easier if he was just of one race from a conversation, point because I could speak to it more intelligently and I could speak to it from experience. Whereas now when he experiences something, I'm just going to be mad because I'm like, you know, I don't I don't know how to fucking take that. Like, you don't know how to understand it. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it because I didn't go through it. Right. So, again, that's why I try to get in the habit of talking to him about random stuff. So that way we converse and everything else. But yeah, man, like Isaiah's or shit. I said the kid's name. Well, you know, said it already anyway. So, yeah, I'm sure he's probably going through stuff that you may not be able to relate to fully. Yeah. So, um. You're right. Good thing about that little dude is he's a really good guy. Yeah, he's a great communicator. He he actually, and then the thing about it is, is that when it when it comes to him picking and choosing friends, I think that me and his mother did a, a great job as he was growing up to say that if there are people around you that you feel are doing some bad things, get away from them. Okay. Don't hang out with them. Don't be around them. So for the most part, the friends that he hang out with, of course, you know, you're going to have the mischievous friends, you know, right. all that type of stuff. But for the most part, he don't hang out with a lot of kids that get in trouble all the time. That's good. You know what I mean? He knows those kids and he might speak to them because that's just my son. He's He has a personality that if he moved around a lot, he would be okay. Okay. As far as like, he'll be able to get in there quiet long enough to notice whatever is going on and then he'll know who he need to talk to to make sure that everybody knows who he is and 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 he'll be he'll be a good guy at school you know what i mean okay so i mean that's how that's just how he that's his personality that's how he does his thing but but you're right 
this mixed race thing, mm, they say in a few years, not a few years, but you know, a little bit down the line, and I don't remember, I don't recall exactly the year, but there are no, there's going to be no more black and white because of the all the interracial things that are happening right, right. now. Which is in on one in one way that's really good, but we're not there yet. And until we get there, you obviously see things that are going on in our government. You obviously see the things that are still going on on the streets of America. You know what I'm saying? So unfortunately, we're just not there yet. You know what I mean? We're just okay. not there yet. All right, man. Well, I think we almost at uh, 49 minutes here. We can go ahead and wrap it up, man. So, nah, man. You crazy, boy. I got to be at work at 5 in the morning. Oh, that sucks for you. Yeah, dude. But it's my birthday. Birthday, boy. Yeah, buddy. So, what you going to tell the people what you going to do for your birthday, boy? I'm going to get off work, go ahead and go home, man, change clothes, and I'm going to go to my favorite cigar lounge and uh, let my wife buy my drinks. Hell yeah. You know, she's just using your money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But I like to think is she is her buying the drinks. Hey, that's a that's a great thought, sir. So as long as she use her card, you know, and I see that on a, the statement, a small part of me will feel better. I got you. I, got I you. mean, I know it's coming out from both our account, but you know, it, at the end of the day, she bought them. She something used, like that. She used her money. No, 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 I'm trying to help you get your mind right. Think like that. Yeah, she nah. bought them. Nah, it ain't really working. Like, like yeah. nah, that ain't really working. <laughs> <laughs> but. Nah, man, that's it. So, unless you got any other parting shots, man, we uh. Nah, man, that's, I mean that's it. Uh, you want to you want to shout out the uh, cigar bar? Oh yeah, like uh, if you in the the Metro Phoenix area, man, I'm you can always catch me up at uh at Fine Ash Cigars over in Westgate, man. Westgate. That is uh that is definitely definitely Safety. my spot. Yeah, I, I think that's becoming our spot because every time we meet up outside the house. That's where we'll meet up at. That's a dope spot, man. I got my membership. I got my locker, uh, the whole nine. So, yeah. If you're in the area, man, you want to come celebrate with me, you know, come buy your boy a drink. Maybe buy me a cigar, too. I ain't mad at you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Everybody got time for all that. We got, we got stuff to do, man. Well, shut your ass up. You're going to be there tomorrow anyway. <laughs> you're right. I got work. I mean, I got coaching but early, but I'll be there. So, all right, man. Well, we will catch y'all next week, man. Again, as always, you can find us. On Instagram at Growing Up Dad, finally got that page up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twitter, same thing, Growing Up Dad. You can find me on Twitter and IG, uh, Steven Cigar, all one word. Or you can hit me up on uh, Facebook if you can find me. I ain't gonna put the last name out there like that, but you know, those who listen pretty much know who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your uh, What's your social media there, man? Oh, the, uh, on the IG, it's that Texas man. You know what I'm saying? The, the Texas with the M A A N. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then on Twitter, it's like like everybody called me. It's just Pretty Ricky, you know what I'm talking about? Pretty Ricky 12. Nah. Bruh. But anyways, you can go ahead and catch us on, uh, once again, Instagram, Growing Up Dad, Twitter, Growing Up Dad. And if you got any feedback, man, definitely always welcome, but good or bad, uh, growingupdad at gmail.com. And until then, man, y'all have a great week. Fathers like I did last week, man, I challenge y'all to do something that uh, you wanted to do with your kids but haven't done yet. Make this a great week with your kids, man. Love your kids. And uh, y'all have a blessed week, man. Peace. Be easy.